Muriel. What up, what up, what up? What up? So, in session, uh, we back, we're recording again. Um, I have another special guest tonight. Um, she's my friend now. Um, we used to be colleagues when I lived in Columbus, Ohio, but since I'm no longer there, um, now we just friends. So, <laughs> I would, <laughs> so I would like Now to, we just friends. Now we just friends. So I would like to welcome my friend L'Oreal to In Session. Thank you for having me on the show. I'm excited to partner with you. This is going to be fantastic and cool. incredible. Cool, 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 man. So we're not going to waste much time. We're just going to jump right in because I know you got a busy schedule. So I just want to thank you for taking time out to speak to me tonight. Um, I usually like to start at the beginning. Um, I mean, I know you, but a lot of the listeners out here don't know you. So, uh, um, Moria, upbringing, uh, where you grew up at, that kind of stuff. Wow. Well, I'm a native of Columbus, Ohio. Um, I've traveled the world. I've lived in um, D.C. I've lived in a few places. Uh, I, but I usually like to get out and see the world as much as possible. But Columbus is home. Okay, cool. Cool. So what was it like growing up in Columbus? I mean, I lived there for six years. Um, being a Southern guy, um, the winters I could have done without. But what? To, but Columbus was actually a cooler place than I thought it would be when I first moved there. Because I moved there from Atlanta. So talk about Columbus. You know, it's a great city. It's a great city because... We get all four seasons, <laughs> but, yes, I'm, but I'm like you, I could totally do without the snow. So my plans um, are to move someplace warmer permanently. But yeah, Columbus is a great city because it's slower than New York, but it's faster than, um, you know, some of the slower cities. So it's a good medium. It's a good medium. There's lots to do. Great restaurants, great people. You know, after a while, you feel like everybody knows everybody. Um, so that can be good or bad <laughs> if you are in networking or if you're building a brand or business or marketing. Um, but I think it's a great city. I think it's a great city. My parents, my parents are still in Columbus. So, uh, but if I could get them to move someplace warm, when I move someplace warm, that would, that would be great for everybody. Cool, cool, cool. That's very, um, very true. And yeah, definitely living someplace warm is not a bad idea. But me moving back to South Carolina, uh, I have not regretted one day being back. So um, that's very cool. Um, so let's just talk about uh, you. And um, one of the things I like to talk about with people also is most of the people I talk to um, have been attending college or graduated from college at some point. Um, and I like to just find out like where they went to school at and how they came up with that decision. I know I had a guest on before. Um, she's from New York, but she decided to attend the University of South Carolina. So kind of how did you make that decision on where, first where you went to school and then how did you come about making that decision? So I've been in school for a long time, uh, <laughs> a very long time. I think I'm the longest person, the longest student that ever existed. Um, and, you know, what's interesting, what I can tell anybody that I learned about going back to school is that 
or going to school is that, you know, when you're an undergrad and you're in your bachelor's, you have to take certain classes that, take, that they want you to take, right? Because right. there's a curriculum. But when you get to your master's level and your student loans are, you know, close to $100,000, you can't afford to take a class that somebody else wants you to take. Right. Like you have to be strategic and right. take the classes that, that you want to take that are going to benefit you. And so for me at that point, I knew that um, my compassion in my heart was for uh, loving people and helping people heal from uh, emotional abuse, mental abuse, past relationships, you know, failures, cr- uh, crisis, family issues, that sort of thing. Yeah. So I, I selected a master's in counseling because that was going to be my field, my area of expertise. And I looked online like most people do. Um, found the number one Christian university in the world, which was Liberty. Okay. And I got my master's from there, you know, and, and not to not to regret that because it was awesome but I realized that the president of the university is actually a Trump supporter and (laughs) and had I known that I think that may or may not have affected uh, my my school selection Um, so there's that and then of course um, with my doctorate I looked for um, the best universities that provide doctorate degrees, PhDs, not MDs. Mm-hmm. And OSU was at the top of the list. However, and that's OSU, Ohio State. And that's Ohio State listeners for you guys outside of the greater Columbus area <laughs> just, or the greater Ohio area who just assume that everyone, when you hear OSU, you think Ohio State. So that is Ohio State University. Go ahead. The Ohio State University. The Ohio, the Ohio State, State University. University. Everyone, if you have not been under a rock for the last 20 years, <laughs> you should be familiar with the Buckeyes. Yes. Um, so, yes, thank you for clarifying that. Yeah. And so, but I didn't want to be a number. So right. I looked for another school and I ended up at um, Ashland. And it's, it's interesting. It's a journey. It's extremely challenging because uh, I'll tell you this, and this is the last thing I'm going to say about school. Mm-hmm. When you are in your um, associate's, bachelor's, and master's, you have homework assignments and, and tests. And when you're graded on those tests and you do that homework, then the teacher gives you a grade, right? The terminal degree is completely opposite. You make up your own test. You ask your own questions. They tell you how either smart or stupid. Wow, that's so, amazing. Yeah, and other other courses, you know, you do your homework, you get a you get a GPA and you graduate. Well, with the doctor program, you can't just do your homework and graduate. You have to ask people to be a doctor. You have to fight really? for it. Oh yeah, you have to ask, you have to fight for it, you have to prove yourself. You can't just take classes and then say I'm done. No, okay. it's it's a completely different it's a completely different mentality that you have to have with a doctor degree. So that, that's right. all I'm gonna say about school. It's really difficult. It's really challenging, but it's worth it. Let me say this, and then I'll land a plane. So in America, there are um, 1.98 percent of everybody in the United States have doctor degrees. Okay. Only 1.98 percent of everybody. One. Then 60% of the 1.98 are white male. 
Then 30% are Asian. So to be a black female as a doctor, that puts me in like the 0.00215%. Yeah, we just got the, yeah, eight, seven, four, all of them. Very small percentage. Yeah. So um, they definitely make you fight for the, for the uniqueness um, and the rarity. But I'm enjoying the process. Well, that's cool, man. I'm going to, um, I'm, I guess I'm extremely fortunate. Be- Can't hear you. Can't hear you. I'm back. Okay, you're back. You're back. <laughs> so we're just gonna continue. Sorry about that in session. We had some audio issues, so we'll um we'll go from there. And um getting back to your point, I guess I'm privileged to be um have that small percentage of a few members of that small percentage of African American women who are doctors in my family because a few of my um, cousins, my aunt, a few other people in my family have PhDs or MDs, so I, I feel very privileged to have a few of those African American women in my family to earn that distinction. So I'm yes. super proud of. I'm super proud of them. I'm super, and I'm super proud of everyone that's out here uh, going for and getting those distinctions. Yeah, absolutely. So, I think it's also about the people you hang around too. It's great yeah. that they're in your family, you know, but when you get when you're at a certain level, it's like all you're hanging around is doctors, you right. know, because you see them all the time. Right. And and you know, we can forget how difficult it is, you know, but it, but we celebrate it because it's our people. You right. know what I mean? It's it's our family. It's right. our it's our African American uh, leaders and uh, so yeah, congratulations to your family members that are also doctors. Yeah, cool, cool. Now, in addition to um, obviously we were colleagues in the banking world, but you're so much more a well-rounded person than just being in banking and finance. Um, you're actually also a published author. Um, so let's talk about the book that you've written. Just let's just let's talk about that. Wow. Uh yeah. So the book is called Venom to Victory. It is available on Amazon.com. It's available at Barnes and Noble and um a few other venues, but those are the two main ones that everybody uses. And um I wrote the book because I wanted to help singles in relationships. I if I could help someone not make the same mistakes that I that I made. Um, and that I could send the same message globally to everyone. Um, that seemed like the best solution is to just write it down and let people buy it, right? Because that way that's, it's more efficient than me going city, city to city to city, you know, and flying to Europe and Germany with this book. I can just uh, write my message down, make it available internationally and online for people to buy it. So the book really deals with... Um, me surviving emotional abuse, physical abuse, um, manipulation from 
my bosses at work, um, dealing with Casanova's, assistant pastors that are uh, promiscuous in the pulpit, bullies, adult bullies. Um, man, I, just, I try to cover a lot. Oh, church manip- manipulation. You know, some church folk, it's like, they're like, oh, do it so you can serve the Lord. You know, and it's like, wait a minute. I'm not, hold up. <laughs> so I talk about a lot of that in my book so that uh, I could share my story and help people not make the same mistakes that I made. So it's 1555 because five is the number of grace. And I thought it was a real rounded number and it's available. If anybody wants to go check it out, I would appreciate it. Venom to victory um, by me, Elmore on amazon.com. That's cool. Cool. Yeah. Go buy that book. Go, go get it, get it, get it and support L'Oreal on the um on her request she's she's doing some amazing things so let's try to support her out here now let's um current let's talk about obviously you mentioned you know obviously school i know it's taking up a huge chunk of your time Mm -hmm. um promoting the book but let's just talk about some other things you have going on currently okay great so one of my passions one of my passions is based on a dhoc quote Um, And it says an organization is only good as the people that work within it. And so the basis of my passion uh, in the season of my life is helping organizations, black businesses, entrepreneurs grow their businesses based on positive, healthy relationships with their people. Because what I found over the years is people will take a salary cut to get the jobs that they want. People will stay uh, with employers because they have a great relationship with them um, in times of recession. Like there are certain things, studies have shown that employees' uh, satisfaction is not solely based on salary alone. And so if you can connect with the passions, the motivations, the relationship with your employees, then you have people that will support your vision, that will uh, partner with your mission and with your organization's goals um, consistently, and they'll stay. And so uh, through human behavioral science and organizational development studies, I allow or I assist entrepreneurs, business owners, Um, with my tools and resources to help them build great businesses by focusing on their people. So that's what I do. So if you have a business um, and you want to make sure that your relationship is right with your people, definitely uh, reach out to me and and let me know because that's what, that's what I do right now. And that's where I can help. Cool. Cool. So you, you plugged a lot more things. And once again, we, I personally appreciate you coming on the podcast sharing just a, a few things that you have going on now um hopefully you you'll be an inspiration to a lot of people out here and hopefully we can get the podcast the numbers up so people can subscribe and go and hear some of the cool guests we're gonna we have on the podcast including yourself so once again i'd like to thank you for taking a few minutes out of your day to speak with me on the podcast and um you know, anything else, uh, social media, any, anything where people can reach you at, how they can get in touch with you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thanks for having me on the show. I'm definitely going to promote the podcast on my Instagram, which is at M O O R E L L E. That's more 
L. Um, let's see. My contact, my business contact number is 405-673-5530. Um, so, yeah, that's how they can reach me. Well, I appreciate you so much, man. I'm excited about the podcast. You're blowing up. You're doing big things, <laughs> bigger, bigger things. You're already eight, eight, ten thousand feet tall. I mean, how much... <laughs> How much bigger are you going to get? Hey, I'm trying. Hey, I'm trying to get out here, man. I'm really trying to just put <laughs> put put the podcast out and really just pro- trying to put out some quality content, man, so people can check us out and listen and uh, get subscribers up and get um, get the listeners up and hopefully at some point somebody will notice the podcast and hopefully you know just try to get to a bigger platform. But if not, you know, enjoy the platform that I am right now and. You know, I, I know some pretty dope people in my life. I know some pretty cool people doing some cool things. So, hey, as long as I speak to those people and get them, get their message out to the world and get some things, I'm good with that. But um, if, if some if the right people hear the podcast, then we'll we'll definitely blow this thing up like Nitro and try to get out there. So we'll, we'll see how it goes. Blown again, all the way up. Blown all the way up like Nitro. So once again, Laurel, thank you so very much for being on the podcast. And um, thank you for being in session. And in session, we out. Not to regret that because it was awesome. But I realized that the president of the university is actually a Trump supporter. And... And had I known that, I think that may or may not have affected uh, my my school selection. Um, Good. So there's that. And then, of course, um, with my doctorate, I looked for um, the best universities that provide doctorate degrees, PhDs, not MDs. Mm-hmm. And OSU was at the top of the list however and that's Ohio you... State and that's Ohio State listeners for you guys outside of the greater Columbus area <laughs> or the greater Ohio area who just assume that everyone when you hear OSU you think Ohio State but that is Ohio State University go ahead the Ohio State University uh, the Ohio, the Ohio State, State University. University everyone if you have not been under a rock for the last 20 years, <laughs> you should be familiar with the Buckeyes. Yes. Um, so, yes, thank you for clarifying that. Yes. And so, but I didn't want to be a number. So right. I looked for another school and I ended up at um, Ashland. And it's it's interesting. It's a journey. It's extremely challenging because uh, I'll tell you this, and this is the last thing I'm going to say about school. Mm-hmm. When you are in your um associate's bachelor's and master's you have homework assignments and and tests and when you're graded on those tests and you do that homework then the teacher gives you a grade right the terminal degree is completely opposite you make up your own test you ask your own questions they tell you how either smart or stupid wow that's (laughs) amazing yeah and other other courses you know, you do your homework, you get a you get a GPA, and you graduate. Well, with the doctor program, you can't just do your homework and graduate. You have to ask people to be a doctor. You have to fight really? for it. Oh yeah, you have to ask. You have to fight for it. You have to prove yourself. You can't just take classes and then say I'm done. 
no okay. it's it's a completely different it's a completely different mentality that you have to have with a doctor degree so that, that's right. all i'm gonna say about school it's really difficult it's really challenging but it's worth it let me say this and then i'll land a plane so in america there are um 1.98 percent of everybody in the united states have doctor's degrees Okay. Only 1.98% of everybody. 1.98%. Then 60% of the 1.98 are white male. Okay. Then 30% are Asian. So to be a black female as a doctor, that puts right. me in like the 0. 0. 0215%. Yeah, we just gonna put, yeah, 874, all of them. Yeah, that, that very small percentage. Yeah, so um, they definitely make you fight for the for the uniqueness um, and the rarity. But I'm enjoying the process. Well, that's cool, man. I'm gonna, um, I'm, I guess I'm extremely fortunate. Be- Can't hear you. Can't hear you. 